write an ad or a promotion that your landing page can't cache. You can see what the top 10 pages are on your website, but should they have been the top 10 pages on your website? Google's solution to this problem of negative SEO and bad links coming into a site was the disavow tool. Welcome to the OMCP Online Marketing Best Practices Podcast, where top authors and industry leaders share authoritative best practices in online marketing. All right, welcome back to the OMCP studio, and with us today is Richard Townsend, CEO and co-founder of Circus Street. I'm your host, Michael Stebbins, and today we'll be discussing digital marketing training and some of the differences you should be aware of. Richard, welcome. Hello. I'm glad you're with us today. So, Circus Street has been a good success story in digital marketing training. I know that uh, you and your co-founder started this, uh, how, how long ago? Uh, it was about eight or nine years ago. We started building a pilot about nine years ago, and then we launched that pilot eight years ago. And what drove you to get into the business of training? Um, essentially, we saw an opportunity within the marketplace. So we could see from my experience uh, working in digital marketing and in marketing uh, generally that there was very low levels of understanding uh, about what appeared to be a growing subject. And um, we could see that uh, it was, it was um, much larger than most companies thought it would be in terms of the, the levels of um, knowledge required in the businesses that we were going to work with. And we knew that technology had to be part of the answer to that problem. And so were you providing services prior to that and just educating your customer and it grew out of that? So essentially, I was, uh, I was a digital marketer working in an agency. Uh, I was head of digital for a company called Starcom uh, MediaVest, part of the publicist group in the UK. Um, and my brother was working in a online learning business, but his background had been more in the mobile networks uh, and the mobile industry, but he'd happened to end up as a, an MD uh, for a learning business who had a mobile product. Um, I'd started to do some consultancy, and part of that was um, sitting in rooms with senior folk and uh, discussing digital, which became... Um, sort of the basis of a training program because it was clear that, that, that many of them had very low levels of knowledge around the subject. Technology in general, how technology was impacting on marketing um, and then digital marketing. And um, so we could then see that there was, there was this uh, emerging opportunity, um, but that what we needed to do was um, kind of solve um, a problem that existed within learning from an online learning perspective, which was most online learning that we'd seen and most of our uh, learners had seen at that point uh, wasn't very good. In Just in the last few years, I can think of two companies at least that have been recognized for training practice success and they were customers of Circus Street. How do you measure the success of your courses and programs? There's, there's a number of ways, really. I mean, the, the companies that work with us, they will offer you, often use our pre- and post-testing. So we, we, we um, test people on the way into lessons, and then uh, once they've finished a lesson, and obviously that gives them a knowledge uplift. Um, we, um, we measure completion. So completion is a key uh, stat for us because it shows how people 
how much people are engaged in the learning. We ask a number of um, questions around the satisfaction of learning um, uh, through our product. So we use um, questionnaires towards the end of the lessons on a randomized sample, which gives us a kind of like a net promoter score um, uh, uh, figure. Um, we also um, rate every lesson. So we ask learners to rate every lesson again, through a randomized sample. But the big one for us, really, because we work a lot with companies and large organizations, the thing that we know makes a big difference is if we're able to demonstrate behavioral change. So there are a number of behaviors, particularly around the subjects that we, we're teaching, um, that we need to change. So raising the floor, raising the ceiling, um, increasing performance in specific areas. So things like um, we want to we want to invest more in digital channels and a bit less in TV type thing, um, or get the proportion right. Um, driving innovation, breaking down silos. You know, lots of the organisations that we have are they have silos, um, and the future for them is that digital uh, is something that works across the organisation. And then then the other thing is attracting and retaining talent. So what we do is we demonstrate that we can do we can do those things and we measure those things. And I remember uh, Bayer and I think it was Mediacom uh, underscored those benefits as well as we got a chance to look into their usage. Richard, you mentioned that uh, bigger companies and corporations uh, often are the ones using your product. Who is the ideal customer for the courses from Circus Street? So the ideal customer um, is usually uh, a very large organization um, with large uh, international marketing teams. Because the problem that we're solving is that digital is a fast-moving subject. Um, it affects a lot of people across a lot of borders. It's a difficult problem for uh, most large organizations to solve. And so that's the problem that we're solving. So often we're talking about multiple thousands of people in marketing. Um, the product can be used in, in, for much smaller companies, um, but our sort of top um, 50, 75 customers are, are the ones that, um, that uh, represent the, the vast majority of our revenue. Early on, Richard, you chose a very engaging, interactive format for your video lessons. I remember seeing that uh, years and years ago. What else will participants find in your courses that they're very unlikely to find in other courses? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, uh, that is the key thing, really. Um, there's a famous uh, futurologist called uh, Marshall McLuhan, um, and they find that he's more quotable than he is readable, if I'm honest. But he was the guy that came up with the phrase, the medium is the message. Uh, and another, another phrase that struck a chord with us was, those people who think that education and entertainment are different industries know little about either. And it's sort of been a guiding principle of ours, um, you know, since we, um, since we set up the company. So um, it's funny because I, I just got a quote today from a, from a learner that came in um, was uh, was originally at Procter and Gamble, but has moved to one of our uh, one one of our other clients. Um, and I won't mention the other company that they're refer they're referring to in this quote, but it'll give you an idea of 
of what people get from using Circuit Street that they don't get from other products. So they said to be super uh, super transparent, about a year, year and a half ago, we had two digital training programs deployed. One was Circuit Street, the other was XXX. Circuit Street blows it away. Most of my team was on the other pilot and it was very painful to get dedicate time to uh, and get through it. Kudos to you guys. It's much more engaging. You track a lot better versus competitive programs that we've uh, we've had previously. You can quote it. You can record it, they said. <laughs> uh, XXS was a very painful experience, so a, a competitor. Uh, I did it because I was required to, but Circus Street I do because I learn. So I think that's the thing. You know, When we were designing the product, um, we always thought of – three separate disciplines. So um, technology, the visual arts, and education. And most companies that um, develop online learning tend to come from a background of one of those things. So if you're an educator, you probably don't know a huge amount about developing engaging content or technology. If you're a technology provider, you're normally an LMS, and those things are usually a box or a clever box to deliver somebody else's content. And if you're great at content, you're normally a production company. So with Circus Street, it's the, um, it's the synthesizing of those three disciplines into a learner experience that we measure that means that what people find is that they learn things that are really relevant, they're easy to apply, they make a difference to their job, but they have a, f- a fun time while they're doing it. And it's engaging and it's pleasurable. And... That's just really important. Richard, you mentioned that education and entertainment are tied to each other. Beyond Circus Street, who in the industry do you think is doing training right? So it's, uh, it's an interesting one because in the corporate world, I think that we really just started to see companies uh, take this on. So there aren't too many businesses within the corporate world that we tend to follow. We, we actually follow businesses um, learning companies and products that are in sort of different uh, sectors and different areas. So one that I really like and the team really like is a company called Duolingo. Uh, I don't know if you know Duolingo, uh, but, but it's a learning app that t- teaches uh, teaches languages. Looking it up now, Duo is in du- Duol? <laughs> yes, yeah. That's in, yeah. All right. So two languages. Okay, yeah. gotcha. And uh, they're... they're they're right up there in terms of delivering an effective learning platform because it's a very efficient learning experience. Um, and they've just cracked the ability to deliver um, uh, knowledge and learning um, almost exclusively through an interactive experience. So with our, with our lessons, um, uh, many of our lessons are a combination of um, content and interactivity, which works really well. But there's other areas where... Uh, where if you use interactivity and gamification in the right way, you can deliver a really effective and efficient learning experience. So that's something that we're going to be concentrating on more as, as we go forward. What are your thoughts on an industry certification standard like OMCP for digital marketing? I think essentially it's, it's vital because you're able to offer a, a stamp of quality. It helps to create consistency of things like language and terminology which is really important so that people recognize in particular in an area like digital 
that things uh, that there is a consistent language that can be used across organisations. I mentioned before that we're trying to do things like break, break down silos. Uh, uh, language is really important for, for that. They also act as a, as a motivation for the learner, uh, just because like any other qualification, have, having a widely recognised stamp of approval uh, is useful and tradable for the learner. So it's, uh, it's, it's a very important part of the industry and, uh, and, and, and we look to, to work with uh, organisations like the OMCP uh, where, wherever and whenever we can. Well, congratulations, by the way, on the approval of the courses. Uh, it was a delight to go through them and uh, to ensure that they cover the subset of digital marketing that's covered by the standard. Going back to some of the methodologies for conveying information, Richard, for you and the company, what what's next? What's the future of training in digital marketing? And for us, um, we have four pillars, really, that we focus on which are about keep us on track in terms of our a, uh, product strategy. So um, one is inspiring. Um, so being inspiring, which is about being visually impactful, fun, engaging, and surprising. Two is relevant and applied. So it's being current, easy to apply, and effective. A three is accessible. So it needs to fit into people's lives. Um, you know, people's lives have never been busier and more complex, certainly in a work setting. Um, many organizations are still not prioritizing uh, learning in the way that they should um, and will need to. So we have to, we have to make learning that will fit into people's very busy, um, complex lives and then easy to use. So a big focus for us is simple and elegant interfaces uh, combined with uh, easily discoverable content. So they're, they're the areas. And, and uh, I suppose for us, you know, where, you know, the way that that will work is um, in the next year, we'll be focusing on uh, micro learning. Um, we'll be launching uh, our spotlight lessons soon. Our main lessons uh, will, will be re- rebranded as, as, as features. So we're kind of playing on the um, uh, film industry uh, a little bit, which will enable us to have a lot of fun with messaging and branding. But spotlight lessons are uh, up to 10 minutes long. Um, There's no pre and post testing. They'll work really well and designed very specifically for mobile. Uh, Gamification, so we're going to be launching um, shorter uh, interactive lessons, you know, inspired by, you know, uh, um, the Duolingo type experience. And then mobile, we've just redesigned our, our, our lesson player um, and uh, we'll, we'll be doing a full redesign of the mobile app, uh, which will be coming out next year, um, which is, you know, uh, user-centered design, which will basically enhance the, the learner experience. So they're, they're the areas that we, that we see. You know, it's about making learning uh, more, more enjoyable, more accessible, more inspiring. Richard, this is the part where we do a stats blitz. We ask you uh, some numbers uh, and ask that you can share the ones that you're allowed to. Uh, first one, how many participants in the digital marketing courses over the last three years? Over the last three years, I don't have that stat to hand. Uh, in the last seven years, we've done between 100 and 150,000 learners. 
and and the vast majority of those will have you know certainly are over half of those will have been the last three years just because of the nature of how how quickly our our business is growing uh, and the number of courses that are being used and of those how many graduates how many made it to the very end well we have a very high uh, percentage of completion um, so um, you know the, the majority of those people will will have graduated yes I remember Bayer had an incredibly high completion rate as well and that's one of the things that made them stand out uh, if we were to measure um, somebody's coming into the program to learn digital marketing how many hours of training and interaction should they expect to have available to them um, by the end of this year it's going to be somewhere in the region of 100 hours of content broken up by um, our main feature lessons and then uh, our, our micro lessons and then within the platform itself there are other um, areas of learning like case studies expert videos um, and all of those things combined it's about 100 hours of content and founder's choice what's a statistic that you'd like to share that we didn't ask for well i suppose that the, we, t- we touched on it a second ago but completion for us is you know is something that we're like really proud of so um our average completion rate um and completion for us um is you know if someone has been given an allocation of lessons they they've um they've completed all of those lessons our average completion is 85 percent um uh, one of our um, largest clients um a large fmcg company uh, which i won't name they uh they gave one of the they gave the uh, the curriculum to uh, five and a half thousand marketers in 110 countries, um, 23 lessons on average each, and they uh, achieved a 99% completion rate. And I think the 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 closest they'd ever got uh, prior to that in terms of completion was about 30, 35%. So it's kind of a game cha- game changing stat for us. Um, I'd say so. It's if you had to decide the ratio of credit to give to that. Obviously, a, a big portion of that goes to the the um, engagement value of the courses and the material, but some of it, I think, goes to the learning development team and the and the group behind that, who I know you partner with closely. How would you distribute the credit? Absolutely, and I think that's the right word. It's a partnership. So. You know, within Circus Street, we also have a very large team of people that their their job is to help the learning team to uh, ensure that um, the the uh, the learning from Circus Street is being engaged with at scale across borders, and we have an entire team that's just focused on doing that, and they they're almost like an extension of the learning team. But absolutely, um, uh, the good thing for us is that we're often dealing with global learning teams um, and global HR teams. And we've often engaged very senior stakeholders uh, at sea level. So all of those people together will make sure that the learning um, is being received in the right way, is being given the right level of importance um, and that they um, will drive through completion as well. So it's a true partnership, really. I suppose 50-50 if you, if you were to, to look at it that way. What they know with Circus Street is that if they, they do all the things like create a communication plan, drive it through, encourage learners to learn, 
they know that the learners won't be disappointed. So that's our, that's our side of the bargain is we'll, we'll produce something, we'll make something, we make something that they know they can be confident, they can drive across their entire organization and it will work. So a company new to this, they haven't done training before, they're considering some solutions. What advice would you have for the people making that decision? I mean, obviously, you know, one of the things that you have to get right is you have to ensure that the thing that you're teaching people is the right stuff, right? You know, and working with people like the OMCP um, enables us to demonstrate that. But also, you know, you just got to look at our client base. Um, We're teaching marketing to Nike, Adidas, Lego, Unilever, Mars, Heineken, Microsoft, etc. We work with the world's largest brands. And more often than not, we are their single um, digital training provider um, from an online perspective. So they they will be able to see that, you know, working somebody like Circus Street, that you're teaching the right things. So whether it's us or somebody else, the really uh, establishing that you're teaching the um, uh, marketing and digital marketing that's at the forefront of what's happening is really important. But ultimately, you know, as we've said uh, a few times already, um, it's really important to choose something that learners are going to engage with and they're going to enjoy. You know, if, if people don't enjoy learning, they don't get a huge amount out of it. Um, we've all been uh, at school and we've all been in a classroom with a teacher that hasn't inspired us. And we've all been in a uh, classroom with a teacher that has inspired us. And we, we know the difference. And our job is to be that inspiring teacher. And that's what you should be looking for if you're choosing a learning provider. Richard, what's the best way that uh, somebody looking for this training can engage with Circus Street? Uh, the easiest way is to um, go through to our website, um, www.circusstreet.com. Um, and it's quite easy to find our contact details from there. Send us an email, give us a ring. And, um, you know, we'll, we'll be more than happy to to help you with whatever your requirements are. Well, a big thank you to you, Richard Townsend of Circus Street, joining us today. You can check out Circus Street and their courses at circusstreet.com. We'll make sure that URL is in the notes there. Richard, thank you for joining us today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Michael. I'm your host, Michael Stebbins, and you've been listening to the OMCP Online Marketing Best Practices podcast with a special session just for digital marketing training. OMCP maintains the certification standards for the online marketing industry in cooperation with industry leaders just like Richard and Circus Street. We'll look forward to seeing you in the next OMCP podcast.